0: Hi Heidi. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? Super. How's your week been? It has been. Uh, I don't know. What are we on week like? Seventy-two of quarantine. At least. Something like that. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 a challenge. It's it is what it is. Um, sun was out, so. Yeah. Um, at least we have finally reached that point in Michigan, right? Yeah. That has been nice. I've done a lot of walks. Mm-hmm.
1: Lately, yep. getting away for the kid from the
0: kids, getting some space. Right, my yeah. dog's hiding from me. I'm still walking her so much, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're over the all the exercise. Over yeah. it, over <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been good. I, you know, job and transitioning and um from into kind of summertime with the kids and what that's gonna look like and transitioning phasing back into work. So, yeah, it's just a weird, weird.
1: Well, I mean, we always say, well, like, is this our new normal? Or are we going to get used to it? And right. then now we have to get used to summer, right? What does that <laughs>
0: look
1: like? So, but the one thing that I have really enjoyed is the amount of time that I've gotten to read. Um, I've now been two years since I graduated with my master's, and I remember a professor saying, there will be a time that you'll read for fun again. Yeah, and I never knew what, that would happen. Um, but I've gotten back into it, and yeah. that's been that's been fun. That's yeah. been good. Yeah, and whether it's audiobooks or whatever, going on walks, putting something in. Hundred um, percent. But it's taken me two years post college to start I <laughs> enjoying right. like an actual physical book. Yeah. But I've really gotten into. Are you familiar with Glennon Doyle? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I have just recently actually become familiar with her. I know that she's been quite popular for quite a while. I'm, I'm a little late to the game. Um, so I feel like the last few weeks, I've done all the years of catch-up with her. I've gone down this rabbit hole. Uh, but I just finished her... I did read um, Love Warrior, which mm-hmm. was great. But I just finished Untamed. And I thought that this... Um, of passage from the book was really relevant for us to talk about today and I really wanted to know your thoughts. So I'm just going to read it really quick and just get some perspective and have some conversation. Sure. So it says, the knee-jerk reaction I'm having to this girl is a direct result of my training. I've been conditioned to mistrust and dislike strong, confident, happy girls and women. We all have. Studies prove that the more powerful, successful, and happy a man becomes, the more people trust and like him. But the more powerful and happy a woman becomes, the less people like and trust her. So we proclaim women are entitled to take their rightful place. Then, when a woman does take her rightful place, our first reaction is, she's so entitled.
0: <laughs>
1: so I, that stuck out. I had to take a picture of it because I'm guilty
0: of that. Mm-hmm. I have been guilty of that what's your perspective have been guilty of it It, um it reminds me of a conversation I was having with someone else the other day that we are so supportive of women so supportive of peers you know we are complete allies to to certain groups um but when it's convenient and when it is uh, we can make a you know a post on Instagram of yeah. it. We can do it in name only. We can do it um, superficially. Yeah, right? when it doesn't
1: challenge our egos. Right. Right, or our sense of safety in whatever sure.
0: way. You know? And it makes us feel good too, yeah. right? Yeah. Like if I'm going to post rah-rah uh, empowerment and, you know, badass bitch boss Mm -hmm. and all of these things that are super prevalent on social media that are promoted as empowering other women. Um, But then we don't challenge our own behaviors Mm -hmm. and what we're actually doing um, IRL, right? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So to use the terminology that we've seen. Um, And I'm 100% guilty of it too. Um, And I think for me, recognizing that I'm doing it and calling myself out is the first step to changing that behavior.
1: Yeah, and ask, can, for me, it's in, similar to what she said in the book. It's turning it back on yourself and asking yourself, why am I feeling this way? Yeah. You know, why, why? What are these feelings of jealousy coming from? It most likely is coming from a place of insecurity mm-hmm. uh, of ourselves. Mm-hmm. But that's because we've also went through a lot of self-awareness. So what mm-hmm. does that look like for somebody that hasn't gone or doesn't have the life experience to that? That looks
0: like Mean Girls, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, <laughs> yeah, it really is. Well, we've been conditioned for it, and you know, I I'm hopeful that we're changing. I'm hopeful that I'm changing that and challenging that behavior and um, raising a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Anna and a son mm-hmm. um, to to challenge those stereotypes, mm-hmm. misconceptions, um, societal um, scaffolding, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you will, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Those are yeah. it, It's difficult um, when you have that um, hardwired. Yeah. yeah. It's really difficult to change hardwired. We've talked about that in a lot of different contexts, mm-hmm. right? When you've built neural pathways um, that, that dictate behaviors, yeah. changing that, uh is is challenging and the first step like Glennon said is and she called out the first sentence there that you read is recognizing that you're doing it yeah um and the minute you're able to grasp that recognition and self-awareness um then you can then you can start and that um, takes a lot of inner work i mean it's a lot easier
1: to look externally and point fingers and place blame but the minute we have to turn that around and start looking at ourselves, that's usually when people are like, "Bye, yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here." So it's hard. Yeah, it is. That mm-hmm. is. It's such a good. I'm so excited for you to read it. It's. Yeah. Um, I think within like the fifth page, I was already crying, and <laughs> it's just a really like. That self care to me is that book. Like it just was, yeah, really powerful. So
0: that's um that's funny that you should say self care too because um that's one of the lessons and the one of the conversations I've had with the guests that we have on tonight, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um. So that's a good transition. Yeah. Um, yeah. To talk about, I'm excited about this. Yeah. To talk about our first guest this evening, and and then maybe discuss first, right? Why we're having guests. I think we yeah. talked about. Um, a little bit of this before in other episodes, but just to recap, you know, we really, um, through this process of building our own venture, have encountered so many powerful, um, f- especially female community leaders, um, and we wanted, and they've shared, they've been so generous in sharing their stories yeah. that we wanted to, to build a platform and help um, spread that, mm-hmm. those stories. So one of those incredible leaders, right, is a woman named Tracy Abisham. Um, she is a local spa owner, but it's it's just more than a spa, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, she really is um, just the the embodiment of female entrepreneurial empowerment mm-hmm. um, and then spreading that. So yeah. she's not one of the, <laughs> the female entrepreneurs you might see or that you see maybe on TV or is portrayed that is kind of Cutthroat, mm-hmm. um, yeah. right? Um, take all others down at the knees at no, all costs, at all. right? Yeah. It is a lift all boats. Yeah. Um, my the 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 more I can do for you, the better I do for myself. Mm-hmm. Kind of philosophy mm-hmm. that has been pervasive in my conversations with Tracy and her actions, mm-hmm. not just conversations, but her actions, right? Constant um, promoter of local businesses, female businesses, um, and then. Encouragement of self care, mm-hmm. um, and that may be f- her may- business may focus around the physical aspects of self care, um, but it's much much more. Yeah, right. Yeah. So successful owner of a local business named Rejuve Ab here in Benton Michigan. Yeah, she is amazing. She's so
1: welcoming, and when I first went into this entrepreneurial world, she was one of the first people um, that I met. I didn't know her prior to that, and um, she connected with me and has offered help and support and really just validation. Uh, So I I appreciate that. She's just one of those like-minded people. So I'm really, really excited for you all to hear and hear her lessons learned and what she would tell her. So enjoy.
2: I love that perseverance.
1: Oh Tracy how are you doing?
2: I am doing awesome. I'm doing really good hanging in there and uh, trying to get through this quarantine.
1: Yeah well we yeah. thank you so much for um for being our first guest. This is a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. I
2: know I am so excited <laughs> and um proud of you guys for doing this. I think that um it's a it's um definitely there's a need for it uh it's so fun hearing people's stories. Um, that was one of my things growing up. I, I would, I always wanted to hear people's backstory. It's like success, you know, comes in many, many, you know, shapes and different, and it looks so different for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it just, it truly fascinates me to hear the backstory. So
0: yeah, well, this we... is cool. We have filled in, um, our listeners about, um, who you are and the phenomenal, um, representation of female entrepreneurial empowerment that you are in our community, um, and just a general overview of you. So I think we'll dive right in and let you kind of give, a, a little synopsis of, um, who you are and how you got there and then we'll be you know we'll specifically kind of dive into lessons learned but if you want to just introduce yourself in your own words.
2: Sure um so I'm Tracy Abishon owner and visionary of Rejuve Avenue and we're a med spa in Fenton Michigan and yeah I started it about nine years ago and um we have about 16 employees and we're sustaining growth, um, continually. So, um, and a beautiful
0: building. Yeah. beautiful. And a new, yeah.
2: Yeah. We just got in our new space in July. So we're super excited and, um,
1: yeah, you, you wor- made some draft, I mean, some really, um, big leaps, right. From a business perspective in the last few years, right. You've really had some significant growth.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. We started, I mean, started, I started in one, it was one room and I was a solopreneur for
0: Mm
2: -hmm. about a year and um, it was called Rejuve by Tracy actually. And I realized at that point, like I, I wanted to be more than, you know, that I wanted Rejuve Bab. I needed a brand because I could help so many more people achieve their results by building you know a team of experts and and you know the the need was there so I couldn't I couldn't do it alone
1: yeah and did you ever when you were you know younger teenagers in your early 20s did you ever see yourself owning a business
2: um no I thought I would be corporate I honestly, I thought I always had a strong desire looking back, you know, when I was little, I, I grew up in Flint and, um, I didn't, I didn't know that was an option. I don't think anyone in my family went to college, so I didn't, everybody pretty much worked at GM on the line. So I, Mm -hmm. I didn't really have much exposure to entrepreneurship or, you know, owning my own business. Um, but I did find myself looking back now I would play bank and I would, you know, um, I would think about business. That was definitely a passion of mine.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. And I just, like I said, I saw myself maybe going to Chicago and working for corporate or something like that, but never, never a startup or anything, like that but I was definitely passionate about business and marketing Mm
0: -hmm. so why did you go into um, the med spa why that in particular that drew your interest and your your effort
2: yeah so basically I did um in my teenage years
0: I um
2: I started to develop like a certain work ethic and I struggled with acne but I thought it was just you know typical teenage acne and then it progressed. And like, I literally, you know, I I couldn't find a solution um, on my own. And so I started going to the dermatologist. And um, I was like, Oh, this is, you know, this is something I want to try to um, cure for myself. So I just I found a passion for skincare. So that's kind of the beginning was like, I suffered acne so bad. My brother has severe scarring Mm -hmm. and we didn't have the, the, the means to go to a dermatologist.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So I would literally spend, you know, spend my paychecks on retin-A and trying to heal my, myself through, um, through going to the dermatologist and getting all these prescriptions. And so I, I was lucky in the sense that, you know, I, uh, I, I struggled. I, I basically let my pain become my passion. So I started, uh, you know, studying skin.
1: Wow. You let your pain become your passion.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, it's funny looking back, it's hard to, to figure it all out, but it's like, yeah, that's, I, I remember like, gosh, what can you do? Cause I did what did I do before that? It was like corporate I was doing oh corporate travel for GM. That's what I was doing before like I got into skincare. And then I was like, gosh, you know nine eleven hit and I was like, well, you know, what else what else do I like to do? So I I decided decided to start studying, you know, skin. And I met the manager at Dr. Silverton's and um Quickly became passionate about um, working there.
0: So you started this, you said nine years ago, right, Tracy? Um, mm-hmm. How? Um, so you went from solo solopreneur to you know full blown entrepreneur and and um, land uh, landowner, and you you know you've developed property <laughs> and done all these things, but you've also balanced that with personal um, transition as well too. Right. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I went through a divorce. I went through a lot of personal, personal hardship during that time. Um, it wasn't until I met Scott, my current husband, um, that I was able to even imagine, um, you know, opening my own business. So luckily I had one or two people breathing, you know, love and life into me that was like, you can do this. Like you're an expert, you can do this. So, um, yeah, I went through, I went through a a terrible divorce and, and, and was luckily enough, I was able to, you know, birth this new thing and, and pour myself into this, this business.
1: God, it's, it's so important to have those people in your corner. You know, really- <laughs> it is
2: I, all in all it takes is
1: one person. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, to
2: believe in you,
1: because we, whether it's a divorce or any other major life transition, that can just take you out. I mean, mentally, and oh, really strong, your self esteem is low. Think about taking a risk. I mean, forget about it, just surviving and, and not drowning in your own you know, sorrow sometimes is just enough for the day. And then you start to have the people in your corner that are reminding you of who you are and what your dreams are. And so that's, that's amazing. And thank goodness for our community and for you that, you know, you did find that somebody, Uh, because look at, you just needed that nudge. Mm -hmm.
2: I just needed that nudge. And luckily I did, I had about 90 core clients that um, were professional women that, um, that reminded me who I was, like that they would come to me and that they, they wanted to see me. And so I have to applaud them for like, um, encouraging me throughout that, that time. So, um, my clients were very loyal and, um, open and, um, really encouraged me too. So that was, it was scary times, but, um, it was nice to have the support.
0: Well, you've paid that back. I mean, you're probably one of the most vocal and supportive business owners of other business owners, um, not only just females, right, but all business owners. So you're constantly out there promoting and encouraging and with that um you know collective kind of mindset right so why, why do you think that that why has that been core to your uh, you know there's when you're a business owner there's a million things you can occupy your time <laughs> um but you've been yeah you've been intentional about you know preserving time and energy to do that for your community um and to inspire others so tell us a little bit about why you prioritize that
2: You know, Heidi, I think it's for selfish. I feel like it's, I know it's giving back, but it truly is for selfish reasons. Like I, I truly love it. I love when somebody opens a business and that I can be there to support them. Like I know how important that, that moment is very early on to feel supported by your community. I, um, I felt it when I first opened Rejuve, I was shocked that how many people showed up, you know? So I just think- I'm not going to forget that moment. Like I'm going to show up for people at this um this part of their business when it's in infancy, when when um when people need it. It and it truly like it brings me so much joy. Yeah. It really does. I I love it. It's fun.
1: And on the flip side of that, Heidi and I had been talking earlier about uh some of you know our own kind of inner demons that we have when we do see successful women versus successful men. Um, and some okay. of, you know, the maybe the jealousy, or you know, we look at strong, confident women, women, and we wonder, you know, why why are they so entitled? Um, where we look at strong, confident, successful men, and we envy them, or you know, we look at that as the the epitome of success. So, what? What are some obstacles that you have come across as you have I say climbed the ladder for lack of a better word but have have really built this business up and have um been a leader in the community and a female leader and a female business owner what kind of haters have come out of that and how have you done- <laughs> how have you
2: Oh my god I have the best story this is such a good one um when I first opened um there there was a hater she showed up to my grand opening and um she had a um a line of skincare and at the at the foot of my door like my exit door it was just a really small like 500 square feet she was handing out her business cards that was saying like better than botox (laughs) yeah so I was like oh girl but I you know She, she was just being opportunistic and so you know you just want to allow grace and just you know like you can't do that you know you have to I called her you know I didn't bash her around town or anything I personally called her and said what you did is wrong and you know yeah yeah (laughs) so
0: so yeah it's just kind of
2: like um but honestly i well, yeah, I mean, you, you, and you do here, I'm not going to lie. Like I, you know, people are going to say, um, cause you're evolving as a, as a person and a businesswoman, right. and, and you are going to get hate and you're going to get, I've, I've gotten a few like, um, you know, too big for her britches mm-hmm. or, you know, all these things. And it's, it's okay. I, I guess that it's just like, and she's changed yeah. and I have changed. So now I it's like, no. Mm-hmm no, I have changed yeah. and I'm, I'm, I celebrate that yeah. change. And so I try to, luckily I'm in a space where it's like, no, I'm okay with change. I want to change. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. That's crazy. Um, We were just talking about how it, it's just difficult. Um, Societal norms, right. Are, we're kind of conditioned. um, And so it's great to hear you say that you're embracing that change. I think that is um, a great lesson learned. So, so that's one, um, lessons learned mm-hmm. that you would tell her, but I mean, getting, getting to the root of it, what, what are the lessons or what is, you know, in your mind, something that stands out that you would look back and tell her, what would you tell Trey, mm. um, from years past? in now that you have the benefit of that hindsight,
2: I would tell her that I love her. Um, and there was a point in my twenties and thirties where I couldn't say that to her, where I would literally tell her that, you know, she's doing a great job and she, I, I, I'm proud of her. Um, she took, she had the courage and the bravery to, uh, step out and take a risk. Mm-hmm. And I would tell her to continually invest in herself. I think that, um, I think some women think it's okay to invest in college and, and, and then it stops there, you know, where I think that for me, my biggest growth was when I decided to invest in like personal and, you know, like I did this thing called business school and then savor your success and all these platforms Mm -hmm. of different, like, um, ways to grow myself and invest in myself and give myself permission to, to do those sorts of things. Um, so yeah, investing in myself would be, we, I remember very early on, it was just, I felt all this guilt because at that time the kids were in, you know, football and baseball and this and that. And it's kind of like you take, you know, the leftovers. Right. Yeah. And so I, I would encourage her to, you know, to make herself a priority and, um, that way she can continually, you know, give to her family and friends and business and no guilt.
1: No guilt. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that, um, we have to continuously tell ourselves, whether that was our 20 year old self, <laughs> but that's a daily practice, you know, for, especially for, for moms, but that's for, you know, any woman that's juggling more than one thing. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I find, cause I, I used to work with women that were between like 40 and 70 and, you know, it was unheard of to, you know, invest in yourself and self-love and all this stuff. But I notice like now we're getting Gen ears and they get it. Yeah. Like they're all about it. And I'm just like, yes, yeah, this is, this is so amazing that um, that women are realizing how important um, it is to um, take care of yourself.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's finally that we are prioritizing ourselves, mm-hmm. that we aren't the best anymore, that we aren't getting the scraps, like you said. Uh, yeah. And that is a shift and it's still a struggle, I think, for, you know, at least I can speak for myself, I I know that rationally, and I do prioritize time, whether it's with friends or, you know, um, family or just time away from kids, time away from husband, time away from work to be myself and find myself continuously. Um, But it is checking that guilt that creeps in, right? Or um, Mm -hmm. checking that, am I worthy Mm -hmm. of this? time away this um this massage this facial mm-hmm. this this personal development thing you know you um second i won't second guess a an inflatable water slide purchase <laughs> but <laughs> but man will i second guess a facial you know and it's like,
0: uh-huh. what is, what is that where does that come from yeah <laughs> Well, I think I, I got, I almost teared up at that, um, those lessons. So thank you for sharing those. Yeah. Um, those are, that, that was great, Tracy. So you, um, being our inaugural guest, you also get to be our Guinea pig on a little <laughs> bit fun. Um, it's just word association, like lightning. round okay. association, Right. So I'm going to give you 10 words. You tell us the first thing that pops to your mind. Um, Fine. and then and then we'll wrap things up okay are you ready yeah um female leadership
2: female leadership um growing community love
0: vulnerable
2: vulnerable scary
0: lesson Always learning. Comfort. Home. Transition.
2: Necessary. Risk. Fun. Success. Peace. Love. Abundant.
0: Ah! I love. Oh, good! Yeah. <laughs> that was great that
2: was so good oh yeah. good
0: awesome well thank you Tracy for no I- thank
2: you you guys are doing awesome work thank
0: you well we appreciate it and and feel the same for you um, and wish you all the best as you transition back from, from this craziness um, into prosperity that's right yes thank you for that
1: alright
2: Thank you again for having me, you guys. Yes, of
1: course. And we will be talking soon and I'm sure um once you are back fully in business that uh, Heidi and I will
0: be customers of, uh, yeah. soon. <laughs> sounds that great.
1: Appreciate. Thank yeah. you.
0: Thanks
2: Bye. All right. Talk to you Bye. later. Bye.
0: That was that was awesome. She's a great first guest. She was amazing. That was great. Awesome. Yeah. So I can't wait to um, have our second guest now. Yeah. So this is, this is good. We're getting, we're getting it down. So thanks yeah. for bearing with us, everyone. Um, we appreciate you tuning in. Our podcast, Tell Her, is now available on uh, all the platforms that you would find podcasts, including Spotify um, and now Apple, right? Yeah. So yes. we're thrilled about that. Um, Make sure to subscribe, leave comments. We would absolutely love that. Um, If you want to hear more about Rachel and our other adventures outside of this podcast, you can check us out with you, Divorce Coaching, as well as Flint's Future is Female. Um, And you can also check out our guest here tonight if you want to learn more about her phenomenal business at Rejuve Ave in Fenton, Michigan. So that's it. Look forward to seeing you soon. Until then, take care. Stay safe. Bye.